Welcome back. The legislature is back today. We have a contested execution scheduled for this week. To Kill a Mockingbird is going on the road, and there's a new season of Chasing Corruption. I'm Mike Morgan, and we're down in Alabama. Now, I know y'all heard this last week, but today the Alabama Senate is expected to vote on the bill that would ban most abortions in the state. It's already passed the House. Once it passes the full Senate, it goes to the governor's office to sign. Now, they could get warm under the collar in Montgomery, and if something breaks, we'll keep you up to date over on the website at AL.com. Last week, the vote was pushed back after a brouhaha erupted as an amendment was stripped off that would have added an exception to the ban in the cases of rape or incest. Some on the Republican side say they want as few exceptions as possible so that if legal action over the bill ever makes it to the U.S. Supreme Court, it'll be a complete challenge of Roe v. Wade. Count Lieutenant Governor Will Ainsworth among those. He's the one who quickly gaveled through tabling that amendment last week. He says that he was playing by the rules, but the vote was put off until today at the earliest. AL.com's Lita Gore reports that Ainsworth released a video on Monday that left no question where he stands on the bill as it is. Printed words on the video say, abortion is murder. Those three simple words sum up my position on an issue that many falsely claim is a complex one, end quote. Now also worth watching this week, a possible state lottery referendum and a bill that would replace the elected state board of education with an appointed one. The state of Alabama has a death row inmate scheduled to die on Thursday. Executions always seem to come down to the final hours with some kind of legal juggling act. And as AL.com's Ivana Rinkew reports, in this case, Michael Samra's lawyers are asking for the governor for clemency because he was 19 at the time of his crimes. He's appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court for a stay of execution. There's been no ruling on it from the high court. But there is a different, similar case at the Kentucky Supreme Court that's arguing whether the executions of those between 18 and 21 years old is constitutional under the Eighth Amendment against cruel and unusual punishment. Sam Ra, who was 42 now, was 19 when he and a 16-year-old accomplice killed the accomplice's father, the father's fiance, and the fiance's two daughters, ages 6 and 7, inside a Pelham home. The great Alabama novel, Harper Lee's To Kill a Mockingbird, was of course made into a movie in 1962 starring Gregory Peck as hero lawyer Atticus Finch. Now recently on Broadway, the show starred Jeff Daniels as Atticus Finch. Now there's a national touring stage production that's hitting the road next year. And AL.com's Mary Colerso reports that Richard Thomas will star as Atticus Finch. Now, no matter how many movies and TV shows Richard Thomas has been in, you might recall he played Hank Jr. in a TV movie. Y'all still know him as John Boy from the Waltons. Now, I don't mean to get derailed, but here are your facts to make you feel old of the day. First, Richard Thomas is now 67 years old. He still looks like John Boy, though. Second, the Waltons were set in 1933 and began airing in 1971. So if you do the math, this year, 2019, had the show continued in real time, it would be set in 1981, which was a good year. I just can't imagine Trans Ams and MTV on Walton Mountain. Back to Kill a Mockingbird. The rest of the cast is still under wraps and the dates haven't been announced. Reportedly, it'll open August 25th, 2020 at the John F. Kennedy Center in Washington, D.C. and take a two-year coast-to-coast tour. 
Well, Chasing Corruption is a series by AL.com's Wreckin' Brand, where they travel around and tell stories of conspiracy, bribery, and fraud that have been reported by watchdog journalists. It's a great way to bring attention to the smoky room funny business that goes on. It's a great way to showcase the work of reporters from all over the country, and it was nominated for three Southeastern Emmy Awards for its first season. The season two opener drops today. Here's host Ian Hoppy. Drug cartels funded by the illegal gold trade and laundered money. A pipeline of international athletes funneled to a high school in New Jersey. Just a few of the topics we'll be working with in the second season of Chasing Corruption. Last season, we saw the pervasiveness of corruption and its ability to ravage the communities it grabs a hold of. We're back on the road to share more stories of powerful people abusing their positions, but more importantly, the watchdogs that are holding them accountable. Be sure to join us in May. Well, thanks, Ian. On Facebook. Hey, y'all check them out if you're on Facebook. I'll do the same thing. They do a real good job on those. Like the page ReckonByAL.com on Facebook to help make sure you see it. Well, I say this every day. I mean it every single time. We really do appreciate y'all for taking the time to listen. We will be back tomorrow. Until then, y'all come see us on the World Wide Web at AL.com.